guys, welcome back to another Talk Them. Why? Should I not sing it? It's okay. Can I sing it? All right. You already did. Talk Them. I'm Natalie. I'm Amanda. And we are from K Junkies, which is our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So last podcast was kind of like our live stream also turned into a podcast, which I felt like was quite fun and interesting. So we do hope to do more live streams. And mm-hmm. if you ever want to join those live streams, you can always go on our YouTube channel when we do have them scheduled. So it's really fun. Yeah, make sure you subscribe if you haven't yet, which I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you're not subscribed to our YouTube. But <laughs> I'll find you. Come okay. on, come on. But yeah, let's get right to it. So All right. we have an interesting K-chat today because the K-pop world has kind of been in some weird turmoil <sighs> lately. There's there's definitely two big um like controversies, scandals that have been happening. Mm-hmm. So first one that we're going to dive into is the Cacao M versus Spotify. Yeah. To our horror, to a lot of K-pop fans' horror. You know, you wake up and you're like, I want to play some music. You go to your Spotify, but then you realize that half of your like library is gone like blacked out when i went on twitter i saw a lot of people panicking they were like what's going on i checked my spotify yeah and luckily my library for my spotify isn't mostly k-pop because i I leave that for my phone so i still i still do the old-fashioned like you download the music downloading music off website i still do that um so it wasn't too big of a hit for me before amanda yeah like so how i saw it i went on twitter i woke up went on twitter the first tweet i saw was tableau saying hey guys like you know we have no control over it but our recent album is now unavailable on spotify and i was like huh and then natalie was like yeah something happened with cacao m and spotify so then i go and look so yeah i recently i did decide to switch all of my music to spotify because we got the dual uh spotify so we can have two separate spotify's under one like payment Mm -hmm. under one account and you know i was like that's convenient i don't really want to like download music anymore it's just my ipod died yeah so i was like and my phone can't handle holding all that music so i was like i'll just leave it to spotify and whatever is not on spotify is not on spotify i'll have to deal with it but with this happening half my music is gone and you know not only was epic high's album gone and a lot of groups that i do like but my ultimate bias group beast and highlight whatever all their music's gone. All of it. All of it. Like, the only thing that's there are, like, a couple, like, OSTs and Highlight's last album. Everything is gone. And I'm like, I cannot... I can't function like this. Yeah, so a lot of people on Twitter were going on, like, a frenzy because it was, like, like all of One Us, like, RBW, all um, of RBW. artists gone, like, Mama Mama One Us, all of FNC, like, Cherry Bullet, SF9, G-Friends gone, um... Was it all of G Friend or was it just like the recent? I don't know if it's the recent. I'm not sure because I didn't check every artist that was affected. On like all of Weekly is gone, Stacy, um, even like K Hip Hop, K R and B, like Epic High, BB is gone. Well, Epic High was only the recent yeah, only two the albums recent. because those are under different. But companies. like I saw that BB was gone. I saw some other like K R and B artists on their Instagrams being like, "What the hell is going on?" It's frustrating. So the whole situation essentially. From what I read, because Spotify and Kakao M both responded, but they both responded as if it's like, like Spotify is no, it's Kakao M's fault. Kakao yeah, M's they're like, no, pointing fingers fault. at each other. So basically, what I've read, what people are saying apparently, is that um, Spotify was trying to for over a year or so trying to renew like their licensing with Kakao M so that they can distribute K-pop worldwide. 
not just Korea, because there's two different licensings for that. So Korea was going to do worldwide, but Kakao M realized, or from what I've read too, is that it's easy for Koreans to access Spotify through VPN. Like they can just change, they can say they're in America. Use Spotify because apparently Melon is not what it used to be. It's a, a harder to use. This is all from what I read from Twitter, from mm-hmm. people explaining. But apparently Melon's been losing users anyways before with bugs and Genie and Flow also being other things they can use. So my theory or what I speculate is that Kakao M kind of saw Spotify as obviously competition and they want they want Koreans to use Melon to stream because Kakao M owns Melon. So that's why it didn't work out. But Kakao M is saying it's Spotify that didn't renew or something like that. Some back and forth. Yeah, so obviously a lot of international fans are mad because even though K-pop is Korean music, K-pop is globally big because international mm-hmm. fans get into it. So it's kind of like a injustice to international Yeah, because fans. and and in the in the end like they want okay, they want these K-pop and Korean artists to be streamed on Melon, but international fans can't really get access to no, like it's melon just Korean. <laughs> so how are we supposed to support them like they're not gonna get as much support as they can you know even if spotify itself doesn't like financially bring anything sharing and streaming helps so much like that's that is where we're at with k-pop like yeah. things are all social media and all that so it's not about just like making money off of whatever because if people can't find groups through Spotify, then they're never gonna like buy their physical albums or support them. And some them. people use like instead of uh like some people don't like YouTube music or Apple music. So a lot of people depended on Spotify. And one of the things is Spotify has become one of like the music streaming platforms. So like all the streams are gone from those songs. Yeah. And a lot of underrated groups too, like DKB and some other groups that were on Spotify are gone and it sucks for them because some of these underrated groups depend on international fandoms, not domestic because sometimes they don't get domestic popularity compared to international popularity. And I also feel like as international fans, it sucks because we already can't really do much for K-pop groups in the sense because we don't count as much as the Korean fan bases. Mm -hmm. So Spotify was just kind of something that we could contribute to these groups. Yeah. And people were also like mad because they're like, well, if they want people to use Melon, then maybe they should make it accessible to foreign people, yeah. not just Koreans because we, it's complicated. We can't read the language, the so with, it's hard. with Melon, like, at least in our case, like, so I have Spotify specifically so I can have both my K-pop music and my, like, you know, Western, Western or whatever, music. anything, all my music. It doesn't matter what it is. So, like, I personally don't want to have to have two separate streaming sites for k-pop and like i didn't want to do that for no, of course yeah, like, yeah if i wanted to do that i would have done what you do and you have your k-pop specifically on your phone and then you have mostly your english whatever music on spotify i didn't want to do that. i want everything accessible at the same time because i don't it's not like oh i'm in the mood for k-pop oh i'm in the mood for, yeah. i like i like it all <laughs> happening on shuffle at the same for time me, i'm always like i'm either in the mood for just straight up k-pop or no I'm man in the mood for just i like... i totally don't mind switching from freaking shiny to evanescence in one no, go I, I have some k-pop in my spotify i know so, and i do have a k-pop playlist on spotify so it did affect that but yeah i get you like I'm i would rather like... it's like I, I just hate the feeling of having to juggle so many things like it's so much easier to have everything at the same time so even if Melon was accessible for us, I really wouldn't want to do that. And it's just paying for another, like, streaming service. Yeah, and I end. really don't want to have to, like, switch to, like, Apple Music or YouTube Music and have to go through 
all those songs again yeah, thousands yeah. of songs again yeah we don't even know if like what if they do if they do fix the problem if like people would have to re-like the songs i i, I think they do even i think the streams are probably i don't think gone. it'll just be like it comes back everything's back yeah. i think they would literally have to re-upload everything as brand like brand new and that either yeah, way sucks. i'm gonna have to go back and re- like all those songs and i don't even know what's missing because on the first day, it was just like grayed out, but yeah, now, now it's songs, just yeah. gone. I have no idea. It's just blank. I don't know what I am missing. I would yeah. literally have to go through the alphabet and figure out what I have. No, and it's crazy because Cacao and obviously does distribute for like a good portion of groups. Yeah, and maybe not, it's sometimes not even just like group discography, like OSTs. Like EXO's missing OSTs now because some of the OSTs are distributed, or like some some of Luna's albums because not all of their albums were under Cacao M. But some of their albums right. are gone. A lot because, of their albums are gone. Yeah, because it's only like two albums there. Yeah, they distribute for a, a lot of groups, like a lot, a lot. Yeah, you see the is, list is really long. This is not like something that's like, man, that sucks, and you rush it off. Like this is something that we all need to get fixed because everyone's upset. Like yeah. this doesn't help anybody. As Twitter has said, they like literally Thanos snapped like half the K-pop industry off of Spotify. It's horrible. So I feel like it's, it's definitely it's already been kind of a rough week in K-pop, which we'll get into why per se for k-pop fans but like yeah this didn't help and i honestly hope that they can come to some sort of an agreement or at least like cacao m could like you know just at least let spotify like distribute worldwide and maybe maybe spotify doesn't have to work in korea per se because if they want melon to monopolize that whatever which sucks either way the thing is is that this only became a problem the moment Spotify became available in, in Korea. Korea. Yeah, because but all, the, all that music was on Spotify already, though, whether it was in Korea or not. So it, why? No, no, no. Like, it's because I think because Spotify being available in Korea, like they just they just want to monopolize. But all those songs streaming. were there already. They did not realize that. I don't know, man. If Spotify just would not have opened in Korea, we never would have had. This yeah, happen. but Spotify but trying think, to open. There. I think they definitely will have to come to an agreement oh, of some sort. Sure. Like, there's no Spotify's way Spotify's gonna lose. There's no way because Spotify will lose so many people if 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 they don't fix this. They don't yeah. get. They're this hoping fixed. it's a temporary problem, from what I've read. But hopefully, they can fix it. Because... I think it is gonna be temporary, but it's gonna be. It's still. It's not gonna be just like fixed and it's good. Like we all have to put in the work again to stream and to get all those songs again and that's really no and it sucks suck. for the artists too because it doesn't only affect like us fans but also the artists because they had no idea this was gonna happen and it's like those streams mean you know those streams are important to them in a sense like it means something to them so it's kind of like sucks that you have to restart the streams i think what really sucks is that you know they have all they put their faith in these distributors and this this happens to them and that it's the opposite of what is supposed to happen yeah because it's supposed to distribute your music yeah but now it's like you're limited and, and not you're that, but losing like, streams yeah and like not only that but like international fans are just as important to like k-pop's mm-hmm. growth because k-pop or like like basically k-pop wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for also international fans yeah. pushing k-pop where it is like you wouldn't see these k-pop idols in america or being played in the radio if it wasn't for international fans also nope. putting in the work so they gotta stop disrespecting us. Yeah, <laughs> this is a disrespect. We're just as important now. Exactly. Yeah, even more so than obviously back then. Like, we're yeah, very, very important fans. Kakao M and Spotify better get score. it together. Get it together <laughs> because we don't appreciate this. Not paying thirteen dollars a month to not have half my music. <laughs> Hopefully, that will be fixed. Who knows? Maybe in, if it updates, we can slip it into the next K chat. From now, from what we know, it's obviously still gone i'm sure that twitter will have a fucking party when they fix it like we're gonna see a hashtag like 
trending like k-pop's back on spotify so now to like the other interesting thing that's been like heavily going on in k-pop recently is all these bullying accusations so i feel like it was just so sudden we were seeing accusations oh i swear to you like every idol like every two seconds someone was being accused of bullying Mm -hmm. and people are like what's going on obviously this seems like a government cover-up for something so nothing has like come up from that right i'm not sure like because it definitely does not make sense what i was seeing on twitter was like that they were trying to cover some like sports controversy but yeah again that's what i was seeing on twitter but like we literally saw like every idol known to mankind like being accused we had like chu from luna mingyu from 17 sujin from g idol also soyeon Aisha from Everglow, Kihyun from Monster X, Hyuna, Hyunjin from Stray Kids, Leah from Itzy. Leah, actors too. There was actors being accused. Surprisingly, no one from SM was accused ever. No, or YG. You know why? They were probably like, we're going to get so sued for this because it's obviously not like, it's a lot of these accusations. So here's the thing with bullying accusations for me that I find very kind of odd. So a lot of these accusations, whether it's true or not, they seem to be obviously from these idols like childhood. And if we all know, obviously, whatever you do in your life is not excusable if it's awful. But sometimes when you're young, you make mistakes or you say things or you do That's things that are wrong. That's all part of the growing process. So I feel like even if there is some truth to some of these bullying accusations, like we have seen with some idols, which we'll go into, um, I feel like it kind of sucks that it kind of ruins their career because in the end, like, hopefully they've grown as people. Obviously, yeah. there's idols that are still now bullies or we've seen... Mm-hmm. How some idols do bully their members, but I would hope that these idols grow from their mistakes from their middle school bullying years and that they realize, okay, that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. And they're not the same as they are. And I feel like sometimes people or like netizens or like whatever the public don't like realize that idols are human. Like they mess up just as much they're as they're not we human, have. apparently. Apparently not. No. So like they like literally are like, Oh, your career's over from something they did years ago. Yeah. So basically something that you did when you were like 13 matters more than like who you are as a person who you now. are as a person in your mid 20s yeah so some of these bullying accusations have been false or they've been very like far-fetched chu was accused of bullying and then the the after bbc was like we're suing the accuser was like just kidding i was lying and bbc's like yeah we don't care we're still suing yeah <laughs> people were saying soyeon from g idol was far-fetched because she was apparently homeschooled <laughs> so there's no way that could have happened <laughs> For Hyuna, you know, her, her agency or her, they were like, she literally was in the entertainment industry at eight years old. She had no normal, like, childhood. Yeah. She barely probably went she to barely school. Went she was to probably school. homeschooled. It's like these people don't do the research before they, they pick someone to blame. They're just like, which idol just came back recently? Or just, or is, or popular, is really popular recently? Yeah. And they just pick them and do that and they don't even look back at, like, their, their past. It's crazy. Like, I know uh, Starship, like, was, like, provided receipts for why they're wrong about Kihyo and they were like here's a whole list of why this is not true I know Leah the people were like Leah was the one that was bullied yeah but some of these bullying accusations apparently seem to have some truth to them in regards to like Mingyu from 17 and Sujin from G Idol they like Sujin um herself personally had admitted to some things um but she did deny some other things like some other things that were being exploded like 
her riding a motorcycle or like her oh my doing god this yeah yeah she was like that's not true she even admitted that she did smoke once or twice out of curiosity which is totally like normal. underage whatever i mean over here we're used to that so but again different culture and then mingyu like i know pledis came out with a statement like in regards to like i they think there was like a, a student with disability um, they denied that. But it seemed like there was maybe some things they could have done that might have seemed like bullying or was bullying. Yeah. And it sucks because it is it is affecting the careers or being pulled out of things. Um, or edited out. Or edited things. out. To me, it's like, depending on the severity, because obviously some bullying is very severe. Like, some bullying is god awful. Well, if if the bullying in, like, Korea is, like, how they portray <laughs> in it dramas, in dramas, yeah. then that's, like some really Intense. bad bullying yeah, some really bad bullying. i mean obviously i mean there's a type that bullying exists here too but but i feel like what they show in drama is so it's crazy yeah insane. yeah some of the drama seen, I'm like, do they really do that shit? obviously it's good that they do apologize like you know they come up with statements like you know I'm, i need like i'm sorry about my past actions i feel like with an apology it's like and if they do talk to the victims that they did bully and they come to a, like an agreement of some sort or like an apology is made and the victims accept it then I feel like people should just kind of like let it blow over and not let this ruin their careers because it's something again something they did years ago that they unfortunately did and they grew from that. Hyunjin from Stray Kids, I'm a little confused because I'm not sure if anything was confirmed in his case, but it seems like he's being pulled out of stuff or Stray Kids is being pulled out of stuff in general. So I haven't read anything about him. Yeah, is there something that he did like truth to what he did? Because I'm not sure. I'd only read the the statements that Pludis and um, Sujin made. That's all my, like, this is me yeah. going off of memory from what I'm reading on Twitter. So, mind you, I'm trying to remember everything. Well, I don't know. Bullying and K-pop is just, I mean, not even just K-pop. So, like, we have, like, different levels, I guess. We've got the bullied people in their past in school, and then there's bullying in Within the groups. Within the K-pop industry. Yeah. I feel like, in the end, like, in general with bullying, how I've seen bullying growing up, I just never understood why people have to pick on people. Because that's just how people like, like feel better yeah, about themselves. Some people, yeah, they like feeling like on top and it all has to do with um, their own insecurities and and how they're treated at home. Yeah, that's too. a big factor. You know, like I was never bullied, but I was definitely picked on a lot, but I never saw it as bullying. Um, that's the point where like anyone hit me. Yeah, or like shoved or, you or did anything. No, but it was mostly like verbal. But I feel like those types of things made me who I am today. Um, obviously that's not the case with everyone. It it is good that they do like it speak with the people they bully. Yeah, yeah if, like if they did, because there are some that are like that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Like I've personally never been bullied either. Like luckily in all the schools I went to, even though I was like a wee, but like I was a nerd and I was always hanging out with that crowd, like I was never ever bullied maybe if, if people talk shit about me well i never knew but <laughs> i've never been bullied so i i can't speak on that behalf because i don't know how it feels i just never understood why like why I, like even if you don't like a person like you know just keep it to yourself i just never understood people why people pick on people especially when it comes to idols in their own groups which we yes. will get into that because that is another big topic um that we're going to talk about too that has exploded recently i just understand that because you're a team like there, yeah, coworker. of course there's times you don't, yeah, just like your coworker, right? Like there's times you don't like coworkers and sometimes yeah. they're not the best. But I feel like in K-pop terms, it's not just a coworker you go to work with and you don't, see, like you go home and whatever, you don't see them. Like these are people you live with. And even if you have clashing personalities, I feel like if you want to make your group work, like you have to like talk and like learn. The thing is with that, it's, uh, I feel like a lot of those bullying things happen really young in the group, like kind of pre-debut 
Um, and then onward, if like it never gets fixed, especially if the company doesn't do anything when they know. Can you imagine though being you, you're put into a group of other people that you have to be with twenty four seven, and there's someone in that group that you just you just cannot stand. I can imagine it's really difficult, but you as a person need to learn how to deal with it. You have to like, make it work. You you might not like your coworkers, so you have to to de- figure it out. You know, f- talk about it maybe, or just learn how to tolerate. The thing is that, like for example, like uh, let's say Super Junior, they've gotten into a lot of fights like amongst members. They've they've revealed that like and yeah. like physical fights too, yeah, which is totally normal because sometimes like I love my friends, sometimes I want to kill them. <laughs> so like that's normal. Like you can you can have coworkers or friends and still like they get on your nerves, but you. You still love them and you still know how like learn how to work with them so i feel like you know that's how groups have to be but sometimes there's just some toxic people that just feel like i'm gonna pick on this person because it'll make no and they better. get the whole group to gang on them which yeah is like another thing yeah um if you've seen groups that have talked about like groups that seem like you can tell they have really close bonds if you ever like hear them talk about like how they deal with each other like a lot of times they'll, they'll always say we talk it out like we talk it out we talk our feelings out and then, you know, we move on because what's the point of, you know, but some groups, I guess they, they're just not mentally, that's like, that The thing together. is that from the groups we've seen that, that that's ha- been an issue, like AOA, Top Dog, and now April. Yes. You notice how it's like petty stuff. It's not, it seems to be petty stuff. It doesn't seem to be like, this person just gets on my nerves because they don't clean up after themselves or they diss that whatever it's more like just like i see this one person and i just i want to pick on them because maybe they're jealous or maybe they are insecure and and they just there's just something about that person that they they feel yeah. threatened and, and by. it's crazy because like in the aoa situation it was crazy to me how the company like did absolutely nothing like they knew and they were like well and it didn't help that jimin was the leader of aoa so like that obviously gave her some power and it sucks because a lot of these bullying like it leads to you know, them attempting suicide. And, like, Nina has, like, done that a lot of times. You know, so it's, like, and it it long-term, like, messes them up Mm -hmm. because, like, they're just living that abuse all the time. So it's crazy. And, like, now, I guess we, like, going into the April situation that's going on right now, if some people don't know, I'll give you a little rundown on that. So Hyunju is an ex-member of April. She was there, I believe, until Tinkerbell era, if I'm not mistaken. Um, then she left due to health reasons and then her wanting to be actress or something like along the lines of that. So recently, apparently her brother, apparently because it hasn't been confirmed, apparently her brother came out on, you know, like on a forum or whatever. He wrote that she was heavily bullied by the April members, all the members, including Soman, who was in April before she went to CART. Also, a friend of Hyunju also revealed that. And then they, they went into the details of like the bullying she went to that they talked shit about her that um not one like stole one of her tumblers or filled it with some food or whatever uh members were talking back like behind her back taking her shoes etc yeah that was listed if, you, if any of you guys want to see all that translation i'm sure you can find it on twitter because that's where i uh, saw everything and that apparently she attempted suicide and that she left the group and that they the company forced her to say that she was leaving to be an actress when she that wasn't the case because obviously some people were like confused when she was in unity but like mm-hmm. oh didn't she want to not be an idol anymore but yeah 
yeah, that came out. Everyone's like, oh my god, like all of April are canceled. So DSP came out being like, this is all bullshit. <laughs> all bullshit. Um, apparently, also, Hyunju is still under DSP, mind you. They're all in that company together. Yeah. Uh, DSP released a very detailed statement, like, basically pointing out each of um, the brothers' story, being like, this is what really happened, this is not true, da-da-da, you know, if you guys want to read the DSP statement, you can go on Sompi, like, Sompi has it. And now it's just all kind of a confusing mess. Yeah. Because then two Ajax members who were also under DSP, one of them didn't really say much about, like, picking sides, but one of one of the members, uh, Yoon Young, he is up close with Hyunju, but he said... That Hyunju was the one, like, kind of misbehaving and not working her hardest. And she was giving April yeah. issues, apparently. He was saying that, he he said he was really disappointed in, in how, what all of this. Mind you, Hyunju hasn't said a word. Where not is she? Yet. Not, she hasn't probably said, said anything. I don't know if they had a, when they had a discussion apparently with April, she was there, whatever. But he was like... You know, you you wouldn't try at practice. You were always sick. You were late. You were this that whatever. Like as you know, because she left for health reasons, right? That's one of the things. And that you know, she just wasn't putting in a hundred percent like everyone else was, and she was kind of dragging. He the was group. also saying like, oh, you know, she should have like if she really did have problems, she should have quit the group a long time ago. Yeah. Is what he was saying, mind you, again, he says he's close with Hyunju. Like he knows or that her, he was. Or yeah. he was. So he basically came out like full defense of the april members because he's like i've seen them they've basically grown together even though ajax was an older group so it was interesting to see an outside perspective from another idol of that company so i'm here like mm-hmm. oh my god what is going on he also was defending soman yeah he was also like she is the sweetest person she's a hard worker so that was like what the right and then april's being affected obviously because they're getting pulled out of stuff for being edited i saw recently that they're editing now out of something and that, by the way now in trouble for also something else because she apparently made a rape joke too oh, right I'm when was sure. that when did she make that joke? i don't remember was she i'm not sure if it's pretty or not i i maybe i'm not sure but that was another thing that she was getting dragged for was that not i don't remember like exactly the conversation but that's another thing that is since are pointing out and it's crazy because if you notice like april has she specifically has been becoming more popular. Mm-hmm. And then obviously this happens, which tends to happen sometimes to idols that are like rising up. Now DSP is suing Hyunju and her family. This is like the, the latest development. Yeah. So now DSP is suing their own I'm idol. I'm just so curious. Was it really her brother that wrote all that? Like there was no confirmation if it was really, because she hasn't publicly said yeah, anything. Yeah, she hasn't said anything. And then I've been seeing that people are saying that like they don't know if it's her brother or her friend too, because it's also a friend saying something. She hasn't said anything. The weird thing to me is that DSP did when they released her statement, like um, basically dissecting everything yeah. and being like denying everything. They didn't deny the attempted suicide. Like, they didn't say anything about that. So I'm like, is that true? But, like, if they didn't bully her, what caused her? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't even relevant to the situation, so they didn't even bring it up. I don't know. Who knows? There's a lot of It's honestly really hard to figure out who might be correct in this situation. Yeah. And what I want to know is that, like, you know, in the case of, like, how all these bullying scandals are coming about to cover something up, someone was like, let's let's hit Naun because she's kind of popular. If, If all of this is not true i feel like this person whether it's her brother or not has to be related to Hyunju. how would they know all this stuff exactly you exactly. know they gotta know all this info but it would literally bite them in the ass if it was all not true but, like, but they were trying to ma- pretend it was to hurt noun but the thing is if it's not true wouldn't Hyunju say it's not true 
don't you know, know where like, is she? What, what's going on? I have, with that? She hasn't posted because Yoon Young seems to be like very like a hundred percent like April's not at fault in this situation, you know. But it's like people you don't know who to trust because you don't know if the company is suing her just to shut her up because she's spilling too much and it's ruining April, and April's finally getting somewhere. Or are they suing her because she's lying? I have no idea. You don't, and it's every member. It's not one specific member, even though now it seems to be the one that's getting more of it. They described that every member wasn't at fault, like Jinsoul, Chewon, Yena, except obviously excluding Rachel and um, Chekyung, because they're yeah. they weren't in the group when all of that was happening. So those two don't count. But everyone that was in the original lineup with Solman is like. Have you seen if like Solman's been hit like badly with it, like anything not, with card? On Twitter, no, because when Card was trending, it was because of Spotify, because of them mm. taking out Card's music. But I haven't seen anyone coming for Solman as much as now. I think because they're coming more after the lineup now, like what the lineup is. Like I think they're attacking them more because they were in the group longer. I mean, mind you, Sol- Solman and Chewon weren't even in the baby project, like the Kara project that they were having. But yeah, right, so right now we're at that weird limbo of like, well, who's, who's I really speaking the know. truth and who's... False. I really want to know because, like, Hyunju's always been all weird to me. So, like, I really want to know. Uh, maybe those are some vibes you get from her. I just I, get some I vibes. I'm not picking sides because I <laughs> No, I, I don't have a side. Yeah, no, I know, I know. You know, like, if it's proven that, like, Hyunju's side is right, then I'll feel bad about my vibes. But if it's <laughs> obviously proven the other way, I'm going to be like, my vibes are right. Like, I'm just so curious because when we watched the unit, I was kind of like, mm, about her. So I mean, curious. I didn't feel like anything weird about her when I was watching the unit. I was just more like, oh, it's weird seeing her there because she left April. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, why did she leave April if she still wants to be an idol? But again, you don't know if that was them. They want, they could have been forcing her out because of her health. You like, you never know because I feel like some companies do that. They've kicked out members because of health issues. True. So we just don't know. And DSP isn't a company you can trust. No. Like, they're not the best company, as we've all known for years. Exactly. So it's like, you don't know who to believe. Like, you don't know. Man, but their statement was just so, like, detailed statement? That's pretty rare. And apparently they so I was like, apparently they they talked to April and Hyunju. I'm not sure if in the same room or separately. But I think it's funny that they're suing an idol that's in their company. Like, it's just, because usually when a company sues an idol, because usually the idol's leaving the company. It's like that yeah. like, contract termination. So I'm like, this whole thing is crazy. Yeah. Like, K-pop keeps getting crazy. I swear to you, for me, ever since 2014, K-pop's been wild and hard. Wild and... Wild and... Yeah, like, no, for real. It's been crazy. I feel like when I first got into K-pop, it was like, uh, like, the craziest thing was what? Like, Jong Hyun dating Shin Kyung. Yes! <laughs> in the shallow fandom, and like, uh, maybe some small stuff. Not from what I can remember, because I really can't remember. That was like the, the biggest thing, I think, when I was I joined K-pop. Now it's like, oh my god, what's gonna happen next? So, maybe in the next K-chat, too, we'll also talk, like, if there's any updates about the whole April yeah. situation. Even with all the other idols, too. I was gonna mention, um, another thing that I think came about to cover up whatever all these bullying scandals are trying to cover up is the dating rumors between Jenny and G-Dragon. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. They haven't even confirmed anything. No! The, the last that thing, is so no, weird! No, because the last thing YG said was that they, they, they didn't know how to confirm it because it's of their privacy. Which right, is right, true, right. like, but the, but the dragon and Jenny right. don't owe an explanation. Did they did they say that though when Jenny was dating Kai? No, exactly. Well, the thing was Sus. so the the difference. If you want to nitpick, the difference between when Jenny was dating Kai was that YG denied it and then SM confirmed it and then YG confirmed it. 
So YG didn't want to confirm it, but it seems like SM was like, well, if Kai says either, yes, yes. Either YG didn't get like the memo oh, no. that they that they were like faking this relationship or YG wanted to hide it. Or if it was real, they were wanting yeah, to yeah, hide yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sus. But, <laughs> but the, yeah. yeah. Or maybe YG know. learned their lesson. Maybe since they were kind of like flip-flopping with their like response to the, the Kai and Jenny uh, situation, maybe they were just like, you know what? It's their private life. Like we can't really tell you anything. What do you think though? Do I think if they're dating? Yeah. I mean, it's a strong possibility because they've known each other for years. I'm like, just trying a long to, I'm time. thinking about it. But some people also find the age gap weird because Jenny was in like that XX and she was like 16. When yes. That okay. Made. At the time, but they're both adults now. Just because they've known each other since she was young doesn't mean that they had those feelings yeah, because or I attractions. Saw some, I saw some people like accusing G-Dragon of like grooming. I mean, of we what? Ex- grooming her like because she was, you know, Ew. know what that is, right? Yes, I know. Oh, okay. That's kind of unfair. So I saw people like accusing him of you that. You can't and accuse I'm here, like, someone no, no, of we that. We can't really, we don't know what to assume because yeah, yeah. they could have just been really good like friends and then when she got older maybe she saw him that know. way it, we don't know it, it happens um, it happens especially i feel like in company it's kind of hard not to catch feelings when you're in the same company because we don't know how many of that is around yes and it's happened before where people in the same company are dating but yeah i don't know um i think you know they don't really owe us an explanation if they are dating they're dating and if whenever yeah. they want to tell us they can tell us i don't i feel like you know yg doesn't have to hound them for a response because it's not really our business Oh, maybe they don't want to say anything because it is a big deal. And I, you know, it sucks because I'm sure people are hating Jenny more than anything. We'll see. I don't know. I'm curious if that will ever get confirmed or if it will, if it will just like disappear into the, I don't the know. wind and we'll never know. There's just something about it that I do like. It seems like a really bad bitches only. It kind of reminds me of Hyuna and Don because, um, you know, Don gives me major G-Dragon vibes and Jenny, like Hyuna, they're like bad bitches on stage, but they're soft potatoes yeah, yeah. off stage. So it's kind of similar. I mean, if it's worked out for them, then that's, that's I mean, cool. like I said, I, there's something about it that I like in the case of like, I feel like it seems is this comforting vibe between them. Like, yeah, he can, maybe he can protect her and he's, he's he knows how the industry works and all that stuff. A lot of people are also comparing it to Momo and Heechul. Because Momo oh my and Heechul also have a really big age gap, which some people still give Heechul flack for that. But as we said, you know, Momo's an adult. She consents to the relationship. She consents to the relationship as an adult. Age gaps are pretty common over there, no? I think, I think so. they I are. Mean, for like us two, like Hispanic families, it's like uh, Soyul and Moon Heejun from HOC. Like they, they got, they're married. They have a kid, no? Yeah, they have a kid. Oh my god! And he's like thirteen years older than her. I, I don't know. I think the age gap is pretty normal over there. I think, as I was saying too, like in Hispanic families, for us, it's also not abnormal. Like my parents have a twelve-year age gap. Which is basically the same thing as them having a 13-year age gap. Yes. So I guess I didn't see anything weird with it as long as, like, they're adults, obviously. Like, my parents were adults when they got together. Yes, So like, exactly. I, I guess I don't see anything weird about it because I'm used to it. Some people do something. Do obviously, it's going it. to seem weird if you were to think about it. Like, that one of them was in middle school, one of them was an adult. Like, you know... But you're not supposed to think about it yeah, like, like that. I, I sit here like, damn, my mom was like one and my dad was 12. Like, what the fuck? You don't, yeah, but you can't think about it like that. <laughs> I know, I know. You gotta I think know. about it like they were adults. You can do whatever you want when you're yeah, an adult. I, I mean, and, you know, Momo and Hicho are still together, so I guess, you know, they're still as together. As long as he makes her happy. As long as they're both happy. Yeah. Same thing with Jenny and G-Dragon. As long mm-hmm. as they're both happy, then you shouldn't, like, be attacking them. And again, it's not even confirmed. We don't even know. But I feel like if it wasn't true, they would just deny it altogether. Isn't, don't you think? 
If it was completely false, I think they would just deny it. Yeah, I, I just think YG doesn't want to make a comment because they don't maybe don't want to ask them, you know, because they're like, oh, it's their private life. Like, we don't want to interfere. I don't know. Maybe companies are weird because they're like, awkward. companies are always one way and then the other way, like, depending on the situation. But I guess that's also just kind of a question mark. Just like everything that we've talked about is just a huge question mark. This whole, like... That's the theme of this podcast Yeah, this, today. this episode. Question mark. Is Kakao and Spotify going to fix anything? Who knows? What's going on? What's going on with April? Who knows? What's going to happen with these bullying accusations? Who knows? Are Jenny and Dragon dating? Who knows? It's a big question mark for us K-pop fans, as always. The dating thing, I don't mind being a question mark because, again, that's none of our business. Everything else, I'm like, what the hell is going to happen? My business is, where's my music? Like, I need to know, <laughs> is April canceled? Are they not canceled? I need to know, is Hyunju sus or is Hyunju not sus? I'm also curious of what's going to happen with the other idols that are taking hiatuses. Luckily, none of these companies have, like, kicked out their members yet. Yet, because I don't want to say oh, no. Oh, man, I think JYP is notorious for doing that, so I'm hopefully... surprised they haven't, but I don't think they will because Hyun, Since um, Hyunjin is a popular member. Not just that, they've already lost a member. I don't think Pledis would kick Mingyu out, so... Hmm. All right, so moving on from some of, like, the controversies that have been happening, let's talk about some positive stuff. Like, the fact that Shiny's back. Yeah! I feel like my, um, my K-pop part, you know, was a little sad because, like, EXO's doing enlistments and, like, you know, we don't even know if we're gonna have an EXO come back. But I feel like Shiny has just, like, made everything so much better for it me. It just, it feels so funny. Like, it feels like they've been gone for so long, but they really haven't. But, like, the way that they're acting on their promos, it's just, like, that second-gen goodness. Is and it's, like, a boost back. of serotonin for me. Like, yeah. it just makes me happy. Like, if I'm feeling a little crappy, I'm, like, I just see Shiny and I'm, like, and I'm, like, right in the seeing world. them do so many different things. Like, yeah, they're promoting a yeah, lot. Yeah, promoting so I'm, like, oh, my God, there's so much content to look forward to. Yeah, so it makes me happy to see Shiny back. It feels like a, like second-gen kind of being, like, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not gone just because a lot of second-gen groups are gone, but Shiny's like, look at this really hardcore. Also, that album was fantastic. If y'all haven't heard Shiny's new album, you definitely need to check it out because there's, there's literally no bad songs on that album. Yeah, check All out good. our first listen while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like um, there's been some good comebacks and debuts. I mean, we do have our K-Monthly where we do review, like, songs we haven't reacted to. But so far this year, I feel like there's some pretty good songs. Yeah. I still feel like I need some stronger songs, but... A little bit. But Don't Call Me is up there. Yeah, but like Kang Daniel's oh, comeback Paranoia was, was really good. Yeah. The new girl group Pixie is a group to look forward to because their debut was pretty strong. I was like, wow. And also Tribe. I'm loving all these girl group releases as always. Even though we have all these like crazy scandals, at least the music is still popping. <laughs> still here for the music. For now, that's all scandalized and like news that we really have to talk about. But in the meantime, you guys should definitely check out some of our new videos. Natalie just put up um, a new type of video that she hopes to continue. And it seems to be getting some good reception. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. It's her one-take vocal cover of Twice's I Can't Stop Me. Yeah, I had a really good time. If you want a good laugh, watch that video. I had a really good time doing it and I really want to do more because I feel like it's just such a fun time. And I'm excited. I don't know what I'm going to do next, but like I'm excited to make a new one. I requested her to do Don't Call Me. I think that'll be funny. I might make another poll soon asking people what they want me to cover. And then eventually on our Patreon page, people can probably request privately. And maybe it'll just be an exclusive Patreon thing. Wink, wink. If you uh, join. We'll see. 
But yeah, so thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. We did cover a lot, especially with the controversies. Again, if anything updates, we'll definitely talk about it in our next um, podcast, hopefully. Or if we do a live stream podcast and people ask us, we'll also talk in that live stream. Which again, if you want to join, ever join our live stream and ask us questions, just follow our YouTube channel and we'll always do like a schedule. We'll schedule the day. But thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed as we covered the crazy things that are happening in K-pop nowadays. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you don't want to miss out on anything. And also to follow us on our Instagram at K underscore junkies. And while you're at it, check out our Patreon page to join us here. You can get benefits on our videos and our podcast. There's a lot of goodies. We do a lot of videos on our channel, man. A lot of different videos. We try our best to be versatile with content. Yeah. <laughs> working hard, but hardly working. Okay, no. Um, no, no, never just, hardly just, working. Just working hard. Just working hard. But uh, thank you guys for listening. See you next time on Talk Bye. Bye.